Hey guys, this is Mike Vidano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks, along with Ryan. Oh my gosh. Along with Ryan, this is Chris. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Along with Chris, I am Ryan Chambers. Welcome back to another episode of PGR, where we talk about the post-game thoughts of ours from the recent game. Although we're doing this a day late because I got home really late last night. I didn't get home till 11 last night from work. No joke. Ah, imagine. Responsibilities. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. be me. Yeah. Real real life job stuff. It, it sucks. It really sucks. So, okay. Um, before we go into the game. You know what else sucks? What? The stars. The stars. Right now, they definitely suck. But you know what sucks even more than the stars? Huh. Quick random tangent. Their freaking schedule. Have you seen it? Yeah, that... they like, like. I put this up on I put this up on Twitter earlier. I was just like, "There's literally, they do, literally don't go two days without playing a game, except for this upcoming Sunday and this upcoming Monday. So they there's have like two days. Backs, they two days off, backs, right? and then there's like ten back to backs. Yeah. Now, given most of them are you know at home, which that helps a little bit, but still, dang, forty three games in seventy six days. 43 games in 76 days. That's that that's insane. It's chump change. We got to pump up those numbers. Those are rookie yeah. numbers. Yeah. So I I wrote this article and I was just curious because I I'm a math nerd. The normal ratio for a season is 0.46 games per day in the calendar year, right? So with this schedule it's 0.54. So that's a, like a 20% increase over a normal schedule, which is absolutely insane. And not to mention everybody's hurt now and everything too. So, um, anyway, so if you want to go take a look at the schedule, you can go take a look at our uh, our Twitter page, or you can go look on the Dallas Stars Twitter page or all their social media stuff. And uh, I mean, it's brutal. Uh, We're gonna be uh, getting our money's worth for hockey, man. Yes. You know what I would hate to be right now? I'd hate to be a podcast channel that does podcasts <laughs> after every single game. <laughs> Can you imagine how tough that might that must be doing a podcast after every single game when yeah. there's 0.54 games? Oh jeez. Every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Like like we're only going to get like a day off and then like, like And then the, and be- then one of those day off we have to make another podcast that is the weekly podcast. Yeah, for the for the radio show. So it's just like Y'all so, are getting content out of your ears, guys. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're fixing to get a bunch of content for y'all. So hopefully you don't get bored. Uh, we got plenty of stuff to talk about with this uh, game. Oh, if the as stars well. keep playing like this, they're going to get heck of bored. Yep. So uh, stars lost last night. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night rather than Monday night, like we normally do. Uh, they lost last night uh, from with a final score of three to one in a game that on the scoreboard looked a lot closer than it actually felt. What's your, what's your first thoughts of the game? That's 100%. My first thoughts of the game is 29 shots in one period. Huh? I've never (laughs) heard that. That's my only thought. I've never heard of that in my entire life. 29 shots in a game is good. (laughs) Like they did that in 20 minutes. That's crazy. (laughs) So it, so the stars dominated the first period. Well, I, uh, I take that back. 
They played well in the first period. They played. <laughs> they, they played well, well the, the last fifteen minutes of the first period. Right. So and the the Como and they should have been perfect. up by two goals. Yeah, at could, least they should have been. Gurry's got to start burying those. That'll yeah. be the first of the complaints we'll make today. And he he's gonna be the new Yanmark. That's what people are saying. That last one, he was wide open, made a slick move, and then whiffed it just like Yanmark would. All right, now to <laughs> I I gotta give Drieger some credit though. He has actually been out playing Bobrovsky, and Bobrovsky, you know, signed that. Ten million dollar contract uh, a year and a half ago. Overpaid. And he, he was supposed to be like the saving grace of the Florida Panthers, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Florida Panthers are going to go to the playoffs now, and they're going to—they're not going to be a, you know, a cup contender, but they're going to be a playoff contender." And I, I thought they were going to be a contender, and boy, was I wrong. Bobrovsky's not that good. Now this year, the the that Florida Panthers team looks really good with the additions of uh, Hornquist and Verhage. So, especially those two players in their top six after they lost Hoffman and uh, oh, one other dude, Dadunov. Yeah, yeah. Both of those guys that, left. That first period, I was kind of wondering how they were eleven three and two. I was like, this team is not that good. And then the second period happened, and I was like, like oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. <laughs> There's the best team in the division. Right. So not the best team in the division. That's still Tampa. In my opinion, what? regardless regardless of the standings. Oh, the, I was I was just saying standings. I wasn't making yeah. a hot take there. Sorry, oh, okay. Tampa. I was yeah. saying standings wise. Tampa is still the best team, regardless of who's hurt. So they have so much depth; it's ridiculous. Okay. Anyways, um, so uh, we we first period okay, second period. That's that the worst. Period that was I've seen one of, of the worst periods season. of hockey I've ever seen. Like n- not even this season. Like five years. <laughs> Like that right. was awful. Okay, so what? And there was take? only one. Well, there was only two goals. <laughs> right. So, so what was your take on why the why it was so bad that second period? What, like, I, what was the difference between the first? I mean, and the Razor second? said it best. They weren't skating at all. Like That's, it wasn't yeah. just like they they weren't skating hard. They weren't skating whatsoever. They were just trying to pass their way out of every situation. Pass the problem along. It it was it was nasty. It was gross. It, well, there, there's a bright side is Doby played outstanding. Like the only reason I was able to keep watching that game, like I still enjoyed myself during this game just because of how great Doby was playing. Like it was super fun to watch him battle in there. Right, he's back. He's back. He's had he had a long time to you know to fix whatever was going on with him, and boy did he ever. And uh, I, I I forget who it was. Uh, there was an article. Uh, I only read the title. I didn't read the actual article, but it was like uh, "Stars wasted a great effort by Anton Hudobin," which, with, with an effort like that, we should have won the game, regardless Absolutely. of how sucky we were playing. My, reminds you, me of Game Seven against the Blues. Mm-hmm. Bishop deserved to win that game. Dobie deserved to win this game. Same kind of thing. Yeah, and now the good thing in and the nice thing is is that. We still have lots of games against the Panthers, and a lot of games, and we only have four games against uh, Carolina left. But uh, I, I'm kind of speechless of to as to what this team needs to do. Because honestly, I thought they were going to do the exact same thing uh, that they did when they came out against uh, Nashville in their first game. Now I wasn't expecting you know five power play goals and stuff like that, but I, I definitely expected. Uh, fresher legs and 
because I mean you hadn't been doing anything anything for a week and regardless of whether if they had practiced or not which I think they got one or two days of practice in over that course of a week because of the weather they, they still had a ton of rest and especially for those older players which were an older team I thought that would benefit us but it it didn't seem to do so because even in the first period when we were doing okay it wasn't because we were doing well I think it was because Florida was kind of you know backpedaling a little bit I guess they were conserving their energy so yeah uh, i think I mean, we were playing know. decently the first period i mean we, we definitely were playing bad i thought we were, we were playing decently decent to good but yeah that, that second period see the problem with thinking that you're gonna be well rested is like around three days like that's kind of as much as your body can rest as an as an athlete really like just straight resting three days is kind of the maximum when you get after that you start losing your conditioning so you're, you're not used to skating that much that hard and NHL speeds like then even doing a little bit that hard makes you dead tired afterwards so I think that that's kind of unlucky but it, it's still inexcusable to be embarrassed that badly in the second period like that's that that's egregious well and the other thing is is they didn't go out and win the game after they were only down two to one after that second period yeah I mean yeah. It, it easily it, I mean based off of the saves he made it could have been five, four five six one yeah, that's the crazy thing is this game they still could have snapped the losing streak mm-hmm. like in a game that was this bad you're still given the chance just because that's the way that's just sports like you can be Goaltending. terrible and the other team can be great and one guy can stop it and give you a chance and that's what happened Dobby gave us a chance and we still didn't take it I mean well and that's why goaltending is the most important position in any sport truly yeah. it really Dot- is because because one one guy can save everything in front of him and then the other team can just make one mistake it goes in the back of their net regardless of what sport you're talking about and then they win the game just because of that one defensive player the goaltender yeah dobby was the best hockey player in the world that night that was that was crazy like i think what what did he end with 49 saves that's a star's record yeah that's outstanding that's that's great and there were some big saves too some awesome saves yeah and yeah that's the other thing it's it's not that they were like shots from the point which there were some shots from the point but when they there were was a lot of shots point, from the point too but but they <laughs> but they were tipped and then there were some great a scoring chances i mean yeah. i mean uh, it definitely displayed stat? what dobby does best and that's work through traffic like i think that he's one of the be- he's one of the best in the league at doing that because like he's a smaller guy and he's been in the league so long he knows where the windows are in the bodies so he knows how to get his eyes on the puck and if he can get his eyes on the puck he can stop it just because he has that much want to so watching dobby play on on his absolute number one game is it's awesome he's so much fun to watch so uh yeah this game sucked uh dobby was really (laughs) the only the only bright spot in this game which is why Um, we keep talking about him yeah (laughs) now, two things that are coming off the top of my head. I'll talk about the first one. Como had an excellent game, especially in that first period. Uh, he was very noticeable, which is weird, on the offensive side of the puck. He had, like, including this, the goal he actually scored, he had about two or three chances that I can think of off the top of my head in that first period where he was either alone or he had a really good chance to score. So, you know, great for him and everything, but – that's not the player that we need to be the the best offensive player in the first period. Yeah. So, and, and, and uh, okay, this is kind of another side tangent with Como, but uh, Geary is having all these chances, and he's not burying them. 
all of a sudden. He seemed like he could he was scoring at will and through this drought, you know, he's not scoring. Yeah, I, I think it'll just take one and then it'll just it'll start up again. He just kind of got a monkey on his back right now. I, he he just got to keep shooting. Like the co- coaches need to tell him, "You're a goal scorer. It's gonna come back. Just keep shooting the puck like you're scoring goals every night." And I, and I think he'll be fine. So I don't think there's too much to worry about there. Like especially in a game like this, like when it's the whole team. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to blame a breakaway with, right. with Gurionov in the first period when we were up a goal on the game. But like. Well, and the, yeah, he's got to start burying him. I agree, but I I think it's gonna come. I don't think it's the biggest issue. Obviously, oh, well, there's a lot of issues with this team right now, um, and I think I figured it out. You know, you know what needs to happen? Jason Robertson needs to stop scoring because every game <laughs> he has scored, we have lost. So he needs to stop scoring. Jason Robertson, stop scoring. Well, there's something to be said about that. If Jason, <laughs> Jason Robertson has been our best offensive player the last four games. That's six an games. issue. Six games. Yeah, that's an he, issue. He's, he, he's arguably <laughs> been one of the best stars players yeah. over the past six games. Which, if that guy's your best player, like that's embarrassing to Jamie Pavelski, Hints, Gurry, like <laughs> even Delandria and, and Kimi Ranta. Like those guys should be better offensive threats than Robertson should be. Robertson should be a good two-way guy. Th- those well, guys have Robertson got to find is... a way to score. Robertson's getting the opportunity to play on that second line, though, with two speedsters. And he's yeah, he uh, he's it. a bit of a speedster himself, but uh, he's, he's not as fast as those guys. So he, yeah. he's kind of a, a complement to those two guys, and it's worked out really well. Yeah, that's now, the only line that's looked good offensively. Yeah, so, okay, so I went from – I started with my first point, and then I went tangent, tangent, tangent. This is actually the second thing I was thinking of. Um, in Especially in that second period – so this goes back to the whole skating thing. There were numerous odd man chances for uh, the Florida Panthers going the opposite way. And and Dobby was forced to make some huge saves on those uh, odd man chances. So how do we get rid of those? Skate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's what it, I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, this game, I mean, it, it, it sucks to try and, like, break it down because the Stars were just – like the the problem was so obvious. It was just skating. Like they weren't moving at all. Like if you watch the second, go back and watch it if you can handle it. But the Panthers are like literally skating circles around guys at some points. So like I I know it's really stupid just to say skating again, but that's what it was. Nobody was moving their feet. Yeah, it's just frustrating that, and, and I mean that's just a simple fix. But at the same time, it's hard if everybody's tired. And maybe you just don't have the There's going to be a lot more have. tired coming up. <laughs> I was about to say. You're yeah. going to be well conditioned by the end of this season, boys. Yeah, I, I mean, like, or they're or, or hurt. Gonna be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all these injuries. And watching this game and watching that second period and the fact that they're not skating. And, I mean, even Razor is saying it, and it's obvious. Uh, I'm like, dude, if they're tired now and they're not skating now, what on earth are they going to be able to do for the rest of the season uh, yeah I, I don't i don't get it so yeah, since since you went on a tangent i'll go on one too with go all the it. games in that new season the new schedule that we got so like hardly any breaks there's going to be a lot more injuries so the injuries aren't going to stop is is what's going to happen like the more often you play games the more injured you're going to get so guys are going to keep getting hurt people got people in the bottom of the lineup are going to get a lot of chances to play 
they've got to find a way to make it work like these, these line shufflings that we talked about oh maybe that's just the issue with the power play they've got to find a way to make it work because it's, it's not going to stop if we're playing this many games this close together well, and I thought this was really interesting, too, because the lines that Bonus put together were very strange. It seemed like the only thing he kept together was that Robertson hints Giryanov line. And then I think at, I, I, I may be crazy, but at the beginning, I think Foxo was playing with Ben. I don't remember. <laughs> I, 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 I think that was the case. Like At the beginning of the game, that was the, the case. And then after that second period, he was he was just like, ah, screw this. And he threw all the forwards in a blender. And it's just like, uh, you, 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 go. <laughs> just to see if something would work. Yeah. And- I-, I get why coaches do that. But personally, I hate it. Like, if you want things to get figured out, you, like, honestly, you, you take the three highest, play- highest paid forwards and you stick them on a line and say, go make your money. And you tell them to figure out a way to score goals. Like, if I was a coach, that's that's what I would do, is I'd make the players earn their paychecks. So I, I get what he's trying to do with the line scrambling, is to try and find some kind of spark to get him going. But I, I wish he would just put it on the guys who get paid and make them do something. Because that, that's really what's got to happen. Because especially last game, those guys who, who make the big bucks were a non-factor. Jamie Benn was a non-factor. Joe Pavelski was a non-factor. It, it was... It was bad. Here's a question for you: Do we really miss Radulov that much? That and, I think that, we and do. That's why he's out. You, I, you really think he's the X factor in all this, and why we're losing this? I much? don't think he's why. I mean, the team is playing like crap, <laughs> but that's definitely a help on offense. Like I know he's he's not scoring a ton of goals recently, but the lines he he has been on have been scoring. So Jamie Pavelski and Radulov, they were scoring goals. But before he got hurt, like that's undeniable, and it might not have been directly because of him, but maybe just his threat. Like he's got a good, oh, good one timer on the power play. He, he's on the wings over there, so I believe it's totally a, a difference. But even if if you had Radulov in here and the team was playing like this, it's very unlikely that we win the game. Still, <laughs> right? Like and maybe the... he's the difference maker this game that gets us to tied. But even if we tied the game in the third period, I feel like there's no way we'd win. <laughs> so well. The the other thing is is that uh, he brings that emotional factor into the game that uh, that a lot of people think of Antoine Roussel brought basically a high higher paid Antoine Roussel right Antoine Roussel brought that uh, that edge that uh, that grittiness and like that physical edge that you could tell he wanted Radulov, to win every hockey game he played right exactly and. And Radulov can do that, maybe not to the extent that Antoine Roussel can, but but Radulov can score goals. Roussel didn't really do it that much. So it, maybe that's what we need. We just need more of an emotional push from somebody. And speaking of emotional pushes, what on earth was John Klingberg thinking? <laughs> I mean, I was with him. I mean, Klingberg looked decent he, no, he, this I'm game. Not, he didn't look great. I'm not, I'm not saying but, he did the wrong thing. I just thought... It, He's in a fight? What? I mean, he picked the right guy. He picked the, he picked the other team's puck-moving defenseman, so at least he got the right matchup, but, yeah, he didn't look great in there. No, I don't but think I, it was the I other was... puck-moving defenseman. No, I think it was Hornquist. Oh, well. Patrick Hornquist, who is a big power forward. He's a Jamie Benn type of person. And I almost guarantee it's Hornquist. I could be Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Dang it. <laughs> Told you. So, 
I mean, we got that guy off the ice for five minutes, which is nice, but we also lost John Kleinberg for five minutes. So, um, not so nice. <laughs> he, I know. He picked on a guy that's that's obviously like got some experience in the fight department, and John Kleinberg has never had a fight in the NHL. So, <laughs> go figure. But it, it, it says something when a player like that – who it, that's not his game. That the I mean, he he can throw a hit if he needs to, but his style is that skills that skill set. He's a skilled player. That's his game, and it, it's saying something when that type of a player is you know getting into a fight, especially with a guy like Hornquist. Yeah, so it says that something's messed up here. <laughs> right, and and he noticed it, and he was trying to fix it because, shoot, no one else is doing it. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't really work. The onslaught yeah. in the last five minutes of the second period was just as bad. Yep. Well, at least he tried something different. I mean, I, you can't fault him for, for trying to get some sort of life back into the Stars lineup. And it. Uh, I, I wish it had worked, but it obviously did not because we got screwed through through the rest of that. Didn't they score a goal in, like, the last two minutes of the period? Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Yep. So... Uh, yeah, in the last two minutes of the period, Keith Yandel scored a goal. So Yeah, that's why I said yes. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> jerk. All right, I got something from the social medias. All right. I'm starting yeah. to hear some whispers. Okay. Some whispers about the coach. Have you heard anything oh, about those? Right. Yes, I have. You have any opinions on those? I haven't really had time to think about it, really, but... One of the things that kind of now that you're now that I'm thinking about it, one of the things I noticed on Twitter was they had all the current head coaches and their winning percentage. Oh, I saw that. And bonus yeah. was at the very bottom. It's <laughs> tough to like, fault him for that one though. Like yeah. think of the teams he's he's coached for. Like he coached for a. Uh, so, coached so for, for those of you who don't know, teams. he coached for an expansion team, and the expansion draft totally screwed that team. Who was it? Do you know who it was? I have no was idea. Was it the Senators? That might have been. I don't but remember. it was some team in the expansion draft obviously screwed them <laughs> and everybody knew it and they were bad for like ever yeah. so but you, you you don't make that kind of decision right now that's it, regardless of if he is the problem or not which i don't think he is i think the players really appreciate him and they like him um but in a in a year like this when you don't have time to even practice, how the heck are they going to get better if you go and get a brand-new coach? That brand-new coach is not going to be able to put in his system of play until after the season, which yeah. that's not – because assuming if they, fire their, if they fire a bonus, then that means they didn't make the playoffs, and that's the last thing the Stars team needs right now because yeah. they're – I mean, they're in their quote-unquote window right now. So yeah. – um, so I, I pretty much agree with you, but I'm going to be a little bit harder on Bones. I kind of think he's the issue. I mean, all you already know, I I wasn't really a fan of Bones. I don't like his coaching style. I don't like the, the, the line scrambling. I, I want us to stick with our guys and have them work it out through a season and have lines be real cohesive and stuff. So obviously I don't like that. I don't like the way he puts it on the players to get ready, you know? I feel like that's kind of the coach's job, you know? Like, keep the team organized. Find out how to get those guys ready. Because, like, this this team, it's obvious. Last season, we were bad in first periods. 
this season we're bad in first periods. Like something's got to give. He's well, got to do something this game. about it. Except this game. <laughs> this is what this is our eighth goal, eighth first period goal or something. Yep. But yeah, so some so he's got to do something about that in my opinion. But so I'm gonna give him a little bit of blame here. It's obviously not just him because the players sucked. Like they were bad. <laughs> so it's obviously not just him, but he's definitely getting some of the blame for this. And I personally dislike his coaching style, but I totally agree with you. In a shortened season, where again we're gonna get to practice. We're probably going to have less practices than we have Zero. games. Nothing. If you don't count morning skates as practices. So, yeah, I think a coaching change in this season would would be conceding the playoffs, which right. I don't think you need to do right now. Like, we're not even a quarter of the way through. So, right now, hopefully we can figure this out. Because, like, remember, last season we started, like, 1-7-1. and one. And we made the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> and we made the so, Stanley Cup Finals. Here. So... Yes, after it all sucks. the COVID and stuff, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So all the all all this sucks. This is bad, <laughs> but now is not the time to hit the panic button. If if we're five and nine, then we can hit the panic button. But <laughs> so I totally agree with you there. We can't change him right now, but he definitely deserves some of the blame for this slump that we're in. But we, we should we should ride him out for the end of the season if we finish in a bad place. I think a first round exit would be really disappointing season. So even a first-round exit, I, I'd say bonus is out of here. But y'all know I dislike uh, bonus, so I might I'm be a so little sure bit biased. That. Yeah. I'm not so sure about that. Now, if they miss the playoffs, then that's I could, I might see it. I could probably see it. Um, maybe a first-round exit, but I don't think so. So I'm going to be devil's advocate for some of the things you said. So – First off, when you were talking about uh, putting it on the players, if there's a team that you can put it on the players, it's this team, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're true. one of the oldest teams in the in the league, right? They, they've they got those veteran guys. Now, they lost a couple. Uh, Corey Perry is gone. And, but they, they've still got, you know, they've still got uh, Pavelski. They've still got Ben, who is, I would say he's a veteran now. He's not in his prime anymore. Yeah, but, but but when it's two years in a row, you gotta think like common denominator there. We've been bad in first periods for two straight years, and for those two years, we've had bonus. Right. So, the, and the other thing you said is the whole line shuffling thing. Now, and I might be crazy, and people can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that Jim Montgomery did a lot more line juggling and line shuffling. Oh, he did too, and so did Rick Lindy Ruff. So did Lindy Ruff, honestly. But yeah, but but I mean, you're you're putting that on bonus, but yet Montgomery was doing that way more than bonus. No, does. yeah. And I feel like bonus sticks to the lines more than uh, the past two, three coaches we've had. Like Hitch, yeah. Hitch did it a bunch, and so did uh, so did Ruff, and so did uh, who, who's the other guy? Yeah, I'm thinking of. But I mean, you're you definitely yeah. You're not the crazy one. I, I'm the crazy one. I fully acknowledge that. But just <laughs> as a personal preference, I'd you rather still don't like it. I don't like it personally. I I feel like there's, like I feel like they lo- you learn better from having the same guys next to you, and you know what each other are thinking better. Like especially in a game of hockey where like you're trying to guess where your teammates gonna go, so that you you all are on the same page. I feel like it's more important to keep a line the same, and like. I, I don't know some of you guys tell me where i'm wrong there like if that's not as important as i'm thinking it is but man i i feel like that would be a lot more helpful than just playing with a new with 
two new wingers every night. So. Well, and on, on the flip side of that, how often have we had the same lineup? I don't yeah, think we we've had it. a single. Yeah, <laughs> we, we haven't had a single game where we've had the same lineup. Now we've had a we've had a couple of games where we've had the same top three lines, and then that fourth yeah. line kind of got juggled a little bit. But but that's what uh, I'm saying. I feel like the top two lines have got to stay the same. See, and I, I disagree because that third line is just a, he. I feel like he views that third line more important than he does uh, the other the top two lines sometimes, especially in if if we're protecting a lead, he puts those guys out there a lot. And 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 you can look at that by listening to our past podcast from the from the playoffs. We talked about how we were upset that Gary and Hints weren't getting any ice time, and then people like Foxa was getting like sixteen, seventeen minutes of ice time. He values those. He really values those defensive forwards. So yeah, and I mean, uh, there's, there's me. no faulting that, but like. Especially when you need goals. Like, I feel like they play a lot even when we need goals. Like, and that might just be me being frustrated because we're behind and stuff. But, and I mean, last game, I didn't notice it. But we talked about this earlier. How, like, why are they ever in the attack zone face-off? This game, I didn't see them in an attack zone face-off. They probably were at one So point, he listened to you. He listened, he listened to us. Listened and to and he listened to you. <laughs> yeah, Bones, I'm sorry I dislike you. But <laughs> thanks for listening to that. But yeah, all right. Very strange. All right, let's get to some uh, some stats. Okay, obviously the biggest stat we've already mentioned it. Uh, shots on goal. Uh, I've never seen this before in all of my time in watching Stars hockey. Fifty two, fifty two to twenty five shots on More goal. More than doubled in them. favor of the Florida Panthers. That is insane. Absolutely insane. So, um. Good news on the on the special teams front. Uh, they did not score on their power play, which was nice. For the Florida Panthers did not score on their power play, so they went 0 for 3. But we only got one power play because we weren't skating. Right. <laughs> so and we didn't deserve another. Pa- another you, you can't power you play. can't get power plays if you don't have the puck. So. And and here's the scary thing that on back on that shots on goal stat. So it was 52 to 25, right? Shots uh-huh. on goal, and that's what yeah. those are shots that made it to the net or like yeah. were on had net. to be stopped. Dallas led in block shots seventeen to six, so they tripled up the Florida yeah. Panthers. Yeah, I wonder so what their attempts eight, were. Add seventeen to fifty-two. How many shots is that? A lot more. That's sixty-nine shots. And then I wonder what the attempts <laughs> were. So it's that would insane. be adding like shots that missed the net. I, I want to know what the what the attempt number is. It's got to be 80s to 90s. I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe even 100, considering they were peppering everything yeah, at the net. That's crazy. So, I want to mention the Stars lost the faceoff percentage again. I already mentioned in the pregame stuff that we talked about. That's going to happen on pretty much every time this season because one of our best faceoff guys is out. So that sucks. Foxa was doing good at least again, but the other guys were doing bad. All right, we're other worst stat of the night. Uh, who led the stars in worst uh, plus minus? Plus minus, boo! I know who you cares? Did. In a game, it's good. Over a course of a season, who it's cares? Haskinen. That because it's a bullcrap stat. Haskinen was minus three. Because it's a garbage. Boy, stat. Boy, that's bad. Garbage stat. He's on the ice more than any other player. 
yes, I understand that. But at the same time, he, he, garbage stats. You would punish his players for being on those, the ice to make those sort of plays. That Tanner Caro was a zero. Was he better? No. Exactly. Garbage stat. And then I also, hate it more and more. <laughs> and then also Gary Onoff was a minus two as well. So but, that wasn't good either. Again. More ice time than, let's see, second most ice time of forwards. He punishes players for being on the ice. It's so stupid. I hate that stat. All right. So other other stats about Dobby. So he saved 49 out of 51 shots. That's a 961 save percentage. 961 save percentage and he lost the game 3-1. to (laughs) On the power of play, he saved 13 shots. In only 13 three. 13 shots on three power plays. Three power plays. That is absolutely insane. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, they, they really wasted a, a great opportunity to win the game from Dobby. So. Yeah, that, that's a stolen game. That's that's a game that the goaltender should have scored. Have they tried stolen. at the end of the third. So, I'll give them that. At the end of the third, they looked a lot better and looked like they were trying to score. But it always comes too late. Like, every time. It's always the last, like... Eight to five minutes. It can't be that. As it, soon as it, the horn it's... goes off to start the third period, it's got to happen. You got to it's score now mentality when twenty is on the clock. I don't. I don't get why they wait till the very end of the game. It's so frustrating. Well, and that that's the that's the thing. It goes all the way back to skating, and it's that lack of urgency. That like, that that extra push the stars don't have instead of cleaning the body out or going after the Carolina Hur- Carolina Hurricanes, Florida Panthers, they're sitting there sticking their stick out, you know, sticking, being lazy. Out. Man, you know, that's, some, that's of- some word magic there. I know, right? <laughs> I'm great. I need some razorisms, seriously. Uh, but uh, they just look lazy, and they don't have that extra – That they need that extra push, and they're that's not That's what frustrates more than themselves. anything at, at the, is the end of the third because, like – we can we can get chances, obviously. In the third, we got them. Like, if you play that way from the start of the period, we score a goal there. Like, we're gonna. Like, it was a Probably. if we had like five more minutes on that clock, I say we would have scored a goal. So it it's so frustrating that they won't just do it from the get go. I, I I don't get what it is. Uh, hopefully, there it was just they didn't have conditioning, but. We're running out of we're running out of things to give them the benefit of the doubt for. Yeah, like, we really are. I still think this is a good hockey team. I do. I think they're very hurt, but they should still be winning games like this. So, especially when their goaltender is as good as he was. So, I'm still gonna hold on to that. They're a good hockey team. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with the rest of this series. If they can pull out a series win, so th- I actually love the three game series. Just for anybody who mentioned it, three game series, awesome. I like it just like baseball. So cool. But anyway, if they can f- somehow find a way to win this series, like that that would be a great turnaround point. That's what I'm hoping for. Yep. Well, we're getting kind of long here, so let's cut it off. All right? You got anything else to say? No, no I think I said everything. All right. So I do have a special announcement that we're going to we're gonna share with you all. Um, on Friday, uh, we will have an interview with the Athletics' Saad Youssef, and he's agreed to join the podcast, and we're going to do an extra little uh, extra little podcast over that. And we're going to ask him about uh, 
you know, obviously hockey stuff, but we're also going to ask him about how we got started and all that sort of stuff. So tune in on Saturday morning is probably when I will post it. We'll record it Friday, and then we'll post it on Saturday. So that means we're going to be recording for the next four days, Chris, a podcast. So we, we did it today. We have a game tomorrow. We have a game Thursday. And then we got the Saad Yusef interview on Friday. So you guys are going to get a lot of content over the next over the next week. So I hope you all enjoy it. Check the check the Twitters. We're going to put out a post about what you all want us to ask Saad. So give us your questions to ask Saad Yusuf. Pretty much anything about him, about hockey, about the stars, whatever you want. Put it, yep. put it in the comments of that post when we make it. All right. Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, I'll say it correct this time. Along with Chris, I'm Ryan Chambers. Uh, this has been Starcastic Marks. Follow us on Twitter at StarcasticR. On Facebook, you can like us. You can also follow us on Instagram. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post all of this stuff as well if you want to see our pretty beautiful faces. Gorgeous. Well, at least my, my beautiful faces. Anyways, uh, Stars lose again. They're on a six-game losing streak. They lose to the Florida Panthers 3-1. to one. Uh, We'll see you guys tomorrow for another PGR, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Good night.